Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. This episode is a collaboration with Ricky Van Stewart, originally interviewed for her broadcast, His Love podcast. She's a dear friend of mine and podcast collaborator, and the two of us will spend some time talking about understanding your heart and how to protect it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. We are so grateful that you are here, and we just pray during this time you tune in to Jesus. Turn down the I and the me and the what am I going to do today and turn up the Jesus. What's going on? How are you, God? Thank you for all that you've given us. We just want to talk about your heart today. And during this time throughout this recording and this conversation, I just want you to be able to put your hand on your chest and touch your heart, feel your heart beating, recognize that you have a heart, thank God for your heart, feel your heart and recognize that God created you with a heart. So if you haven't recognized it by now, we're going to talk about your heart today. (laughs) Um, Oh, a dear friend of mine, Dr. Patty Sadala is back with us. She's been with us several times before. And the reason why we bring her back is because she is a spiritual mentor for me. And so when I have questions about, Hey, Dr. Patty, my heart feels corrupt, (laughs) you know, She is just a spiritual mentor to me that points me to scripture. So that's what we're going to do for you today. I don't want you to feel stuck from this conversation. I want you to feel spirit filled and only God can do that. So Dr. Patty Sadala is with us. She's an author, a speaker. She is a podcast host of the Experience Jesus podcast with Dr. Patty Sadala. She has spirit life circles and spirit life workshops. She's very spirit led. So how are you today, Dr. Patty? I'm great. I always love being on a show with you, whether it's mine or yours. We always have a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to today's conversation. I am too. And right now my heart is racing. I mean... How's the condition of your heart, Dr. Patty? I'm excited. I'm happy. I, every time I have a conversation with you, it's it's a good day. Me too. We talk a lot. <laughs> Just welcome into the conversation for you who's listening. This is going to be a really important conversation because it goes right to the core, right to our heart, talking with Dr. Patty about what is your heart and what is your spirit. So if you don't mind, I know we're just going to dive in deep. Dr. Patty, if you can explain to us the relationship between our heart and our spirit. Sure. So your heart is the inner self. Another word that we're used to hearing it is your soul. And so your soul is the container of your mind, your will, and your emotions, your personality. It's the essence of who you are. And the spirit is the part of you that was created to communicate with God. And it is the container of your underlying attitudes, motivations, and character traits. So that is the part of you actually that is abiding with Christ right now if you're a believer, seated in heavenly places. And it also is sort of housed inside the heart as the container of God, if you've got him 
in your heart as a saved born again believer. It's like a it's like a lunchbox. Is that a weird way to look at no, it? No, we think of it more like a house because it is actually a dwelling place, right? So okay. if your if your house has many rooms, right? There are rooms that in your house that you know you clean up in or you uh eliminate waste or you have fellowship with people and and nurture yourself and get fed and prepare uh and do some work you know so there's a lot of things that happen in your house in your house right mm-hmm. and you move from room to room to room and so that's kind of your heart the spiritual heart it's so important with everyday things to know the condition of our heart and to be in communication with God. Because when I'm running errands or I have a to-do list or I feel stressed or overwhelmed, you know, my heart is like, (laughs) you know, or it's like relaxed or it's anticipating something. And that overflows into how we live and how we act. Is there anything else that you can talk about with the heart relating it to our heart and our spirit to better clarify real because this is foundational for the rest of the conversation we're going to have today. Is there anything else you could share to clarify? Remember that we live in a fallen world. So your soul is dealing with your sin nature that you were born with, right? Mm-hmm. And your spirit, actually, if it, it becomes the strongest part of you, has the ability to live out of what Jesus died for us to accomplish and purify all that in your heart and give you strength and give you power to overcome the things that you're facing that make you anxious and whatnot. So understanding the relationship between the body, the soul, and the spirit is really helpful because right now when we live in a physical world, our body and its aches and pains can influence our soul to be downcast or negative or hopeless or something like that. Whereas the spirit who resides in the heavens has the ability to, has the ability to come down and show you the truth that will set you free from all that stuff because of what Jesus accomplished on the cross. So it is really important for us to understand that when you learn how to make your spirit, the strongest part of you, it can influence your heart and transform you, which is what the word promises that Jesus will do for us. Can you give us a practical example of that, about the spirit being the strongest part? Um, Well, let's just take the fruit of the spirit for a second. Um, The fruit of the spirit in Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is a result of of God's presence within us, his love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So, okay, if that's the way you're supposed to live, that's like what it looks like to live as a Christian. And how is that? How do we know that's how you're supposed to live as a Christian? 1 Corinthians six seventeen says, but the one who is united and joined with the Lord that's is one spirit with him. That's what it means when you're saved, when you believe Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. When your spirit is fused with the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the spirit is actually released in you. That's what the word says. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
So the fruit of the spirit comes when you allow in your heart the Holy Spirit to transform your your heart from the anxious, the worried into this. And so when you begin your motivation, which could have been motivated by, you know, trauma or, or anger or frustration or whatever you could have, you could have been behaving because of those motivations. Now your motivation is love and joy and peace. That's good. Because the Lord is allowing you to uh, be influenced by the Holy Spirit inside your heart. Yeah. He's replacing the corrupt parts and correcting it. He's purifying our hearts. He's cleaning our hearts out. The biggest thing that I'm taking away from this is like, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus, which means that we have to one, realize that our hearts are not always pure. They're not always right. They're selfish. And, you know, for anybody out there, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it's like our motives are not always good. And it's just human nature. Um, Just another reminder of how we need God, realizing that our hearts need Jesus. Um, The scripture that came to mind is Jeremiah 17 verses 9 through 10 in the American Standard Version. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things, and it is exceedingly corrupt. Who can know it? I, Jehovah, search the mind. I try the heart, even to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his doings. I just want to read that last part again, just to bring it home. Mm -hmm. It says, who can know it? Jesus, I, Mm -hmm. Jehovah, search the mind. I try the heart, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings, which takes us back to the fruit of his doings. To me, that goes back to the fruit of the spirit. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. So if, if, if we said... For example, let's go back to, um, you know, the the um, being joined. Okay, so if your spirit is about motivation, character traits, and attitudes, and you look at the fruit of the spirit, this was really kind of a, a cool insight for me. The motivation that you're trans, you're actually turning into, is love, joy, and peace. The mm. character traits that you turn into our faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and the attitudes you're turning into are goodness, kindness, and patience. Oh my goodness. Is it in the order? No, no, no. That's not No, in it's the not order. in the order, but it is really interesting that that's, that that's all in there. Can right? you say that one more time? Sure. Um, so in Galatians 5.22, when it lists the fruit of the spirit, right. knowing that, our 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 uh, spirit is about our motivation, our character trait, and our attitudes, and that it is that our spirit is actually really from heavenly places, yes. communicating in heaven with Jesus. I mean, the whole point of giving us a spirit is to for us to communicate with Him, so He can trans He can um, transform us into his likeness, that very best version of us, right? Yeah. So what happens is our motivation starts to turn into love, joy, and peace. Mm. Our character traits start to shift to faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And our attitudes 
shift to goodness, kindness, and patience. So if there's anything on that list of, of um, and, and remember, the Holy Spirit is all of that. It's like not even the fruits of the Spirit. It is the fruit of the Spirit. So we are saying that is the fullness of God's nature and character and his motivations, right? That oh my goodness. characterizes that, right? So yes. the more you're with Jesus, and you said it so correctly, Ricky, it comes from fixing your eyes on Jesus, gaining him access to your heart, right? He's he's in your heart when you're when you're saved, but he's a seed. Mm-hmm. And how much do seeds look like full-fledged fruit-bearing plants? Do they, they don't. look they don't, right? But they are contain the fullness of that capability. Yes. So when you allow the Holy Spirit to influence your spirit and your heart, your soul, then you allow him to turn you into that full-fledged fruit-bearing you. Yes. Oh my goodness. A girlfriend of mine, she was on a podcast a couple weeks earlier and she was just encouraging listeners. She was struggling with infertility and she learned that it was when she developed a soft heart that God was able to grow exponentially in her life. Um, It was just like unbelievable. She's like, I was so held back by like a hard heart that when I softened my heart, I was smiling even in my trials, you know, I had joy even in my pain. And the verse that I want to read to you today, if you're not paying attention, please pay attention because this is so good. I mean, this is right to the heart. I want you to picture a tree right now by living water, Psalms 1-3. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. I mean, in whatever he does, he prospers. That is just like, really? In whatever he does, he prospers? Yes, because where are you planted? And the uh, thing that I just went back to in this wonderful scripture that you shared, Galatians 5, 22 through 23, is this the amplified translation? Yes, the one I read is the amplified, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. when you said patience, In other translations, it'll just say patience, but in the Amplified translation, it says patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting. Yes, I know. This is one of the reasons I love the Amplified the best, because what it's actually doing is is defining for you what the the hebrew and greek lexicon defines that word oh my goodness so that's why it's so it's my go-to version for that reason remember it's gonna like the tree firmly planted by streams of water so like foundationally planting your tree by streams of water choosing jesus fixing your eyes on jesus back to that conversation about fixing our eyes on jesus which yields its fruit in its season Mm -hmm. which takes me to Patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. So in this yielding fruit in its season, this is the waiting. And I don't like this part, Dr. Patty. Well, nobody does, right? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. I oh, is there anything that you could clarify here for us? Because and I just want to talk about the journey for a second because we we 
we need to surrender things one at a time to become this best version of ourselves, right? Yes. It does take time and it does take spending a lot of time with the Lord and, and gaining him access. I said this already, gaining him access. Mm -hmm. As a professor, uh, one of the things I see most often when the Lord is, is journaling to the people, um, the thing that I teach people how to do on my podcast. Yeah. To, to uh, he says, won't you allow me? Won't you let me? Won't you let me heal you? Won't you let me take care of that trauma for you? Won't you let me reframe that experience for you so you can find forgiveness? It is about cooperation and partnership. And and as you, the more you do, the more you become um, the the Christ version of yourself. So your favorite verse is related to less, more of God and less of, and what that's really about is the selfish parts of me. Yes. It's not really less of you, you, because he created you. And so the unique you that's merged with God is such a beautiful you. Yes. true of absolutely every, every single person he ever created, the best version of you is this version of you that allows the Galatian 5.22 fruit of the spirit be seen on you. Right. Like a, it's seen, uh, it, it's worn like a garment. It's smelled like a fragrance. I mean, you can see it on people mm-hmm. and that's the transformation that you go for. Yeah. Uh, that's... that's how you know your heart is, is healing and it's, and it's um, transforming. That's how you know how your heart is healing. I didn't mean to step on you there, but mm-hmm. I just think for the person listening, it's so important that there is a healing piece um, to it. The scripture that you talked about, John 3, 30, he must become greater. I must become less. That's the NIV translation. Um, another one, which is what we shared earlier, the ESV translation says he must increase, but I must decrease. Mm-hmm. And I love that scripture so much. Um, It just really paints the picture for really to me, what these times are that we're in is like, Mm -hmm. you know, the selfie era and the, it's all about me and making Um, it more about me and less about Jesus. And it's just necessary for Mm -hmm. us to live this abundant life that we have to decrease and we have to let God increase. And I would be missing a huge opportunity to help the person who's listening in this conversation that it's really hard to decrease because in our hearts, we think this is right. This is what should be. This is the key. This is how it is. This is the Mm -hmm. truth in our hearts. But God shows us the truth. He shows us what's pure and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy and excellent and all the things that are true, you know, this is our truth as people say, but like going to God's word and listening to what he says, he wants us to die to ourselves. And that has nothing to do with boosting who we are, boasting who I've made myself to be. It's all about God. You've done everything in our lives. Thank you so much for all you've given us. And just is bringing a shout of praise more about the heart. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Matthew 5, 8, mm-hmm. um, Acts 15 verse 9 says, and he made no distinction between us and them having cleansed their hearts by faith. 
This is something that I wanted to just bring up in this conversation about cleaning our hearts, asking God to clean our hearts. It's something that I'm super passionate about, but it's also something that Dr. Patty, you've taught me how to do for the person who's listening, who feels anxious, insecure, um, low, maybe anxiety driven or selfish, anything that would create um, unclean motives or anything like that. Is there anything that you could say to the person listening to encourage them to clean their heart and how to do it? Yeah. Proverbs 4, 23 to 27 is it, it, by in these verses here, it gives you the entire blueprint of how to address all that. That's good. So it says in, in that verse, it says, watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flows the spring of life, which is really what we're all talking about today. Right. We're talking right. about, you know, so so your heart from will out of your heart will flow either good or bad, right? Depending mm-hmm. on what's in your heart, right? Okay, so then it begins to advise you, put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth and put devious lips far from you. So the first tip is watch what you say. Watch what you say, because when we sow, when we speak, we sow, we create, just like when Jesus spoke, create the world in a creation. When you speak, you create the world around you. Okay, so watch what you say. This The next verse, uh, 25, says, Let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. What this is saying is fix your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on that verse that you talked about earlier on those things that are lovely and, and good and, and positive. Yes. Um, that that's enough. So the first thing we've said is in order to be diligent, we're going to watch our mouth. The next thing we're going to watch our eyes. Be careful. Little eyes, what you see, because yeah. that will that will poison, poison your heart. If you're looking at things that are too negative or evil or wrong for you. Right. Next thing, verse 26 says, consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. And all your ways will be steadfast. Watch where you walk. So this is talking about the actions that you take. Right. Watch the decisions that t- that cause you to take action. Mm-hmm. That they are got that they are guided by God's best for you, and not going off bunny trails of things that get in your um, get you in trouble. And the last verse says, "And do not turn away to the right or to the lur- left, where evil may lurk." Turn your foot from the path of evil. The only way to keep your feet on God's path is to keep in communication with him. So you're following his voice and his direction. Yep. So that I think is the verse that really summarizes your question. Yeah. uh, Proverbs 21, 23, just to kind of put a bow on that part. I want to keep talking about this passage, but If you truly are in a season where you just don't feel right in your heart, um, whatever that means for you, I do encourage you to read this verse. A friend, another friend uh, told me about this scripture in a Bible study, Dion Dunn. She's wonderful. um, Love you. And when she said that in the season I was walking through, it changed everything for me. Now, then I got a totally different understanding about this verse through what I was walking through then. But now, as I'm reading this with Dr. Patty, I'm like, oh my goodness, like literally watch what you say, 
don't go on Instagram if you don't want to see that, you know, watch where you go. Like, where are you going? Why are you putting yourself in those situations? That's what I'm getting from it now. But um, Proverbs 21, 23, talking about uh, watch what you say. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. <laughs> Amen. Amen. There's a I mean, lot of verses on. like that one. There are. And <laughs> oh my goodness. I know this podcast is like mostly women. So if any women are listening to this episode and you don't uh, agree with us right now, or you're like, I actually do not struggle with that. I want to meet you. I want to know you. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is so hard to do this stuff, to not like for me, going on Instagram and seeing like what my friends are doing that I want to be a part of, or maybe I didn't get invited to or whatever, it just crushes me. But if I would have just listened to this verse, let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. You know, that could be read a Christian book or read the Bible or Watch The Chosen. I don't know, but anything but Instagram, okay? <laughs> anything but. Oh, goodness. Um, is there anything that you could say to clarify that uh, verse 26 specifically? Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways be steadfast and sure. My life verse is, is John five nineteen, And that's where Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, the son does nothing on his own, but only what he sees and hears the father doing. Yeah. So for me, that is what that verse means. It means I'm going to, I'm going to carefully make sure that every decision I make is guided by the Lord and not my own emotions or my own thoughts that are limited compared to his. I want to make sure I'm really, really following, especially things that have relational consequences where yeah. you're not quite aware of what you do or say and how many people that could affect. You've got to be very careful about that. But that's really kind of what that verse means to me. Yeah. And then um, something that I think really flows perfectly into this is what pierces our hearts. Man, mm. if anybody who's listening to this today and they're heartbroken, Oh, just put your hand on your heart. I just pray that God heals you from the inside out and gives you a clean heart and gives you a new heart and just gives you a new song. I just would love for you to talk about not letting bad things pierce yeah. our hearts. It's like an elementary way to say it, but I mean, if you're broken, right. that's just the best way to say it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and the bottom line is that nobody can get through this world without trauma actually damaging and hurting your heart. You know, we, we tend to do self-protective things to protect our heart. The Lord wants you to know that he's your defender and he's your protector. And a lot of times the decisions we made to protect ourselves actually shut people out. One of the things that I know that I've said to you before, Ricky, just as a, and, and I did this in a, another podcast episode and we had a long conversation about it, but is that one of the, the tenets that really helps me is that I own, that only let the truth pierce your heart because a lot of people are lashing out and uh, out of pain in their own heart. Yeah. And they say things to you that they don't mean, or that really aren't about you. And so to have that bubble of protection, the Lord 
is your guard, is your protector. And if you imagine him like almost a force field saying, Lord, if any about anything about this is true, then allow it to pierce my heart and show me how I can become a better person as a result of it. But if it is not true, do not allow it to pierce my heart. Show me their heart so that I can pray accordingly and that it does not hurt me, re-traumatize me or trigger me in any way. Right. And um, and the one question that I learned from another pastor probably 15 years ago now that I never forgot as he asks the question when he hears somebody speaking something that doesn't sound like God or it doesn't sound biblical or it doesn't or it sounds self-deprecating or somehow limiting it's a lie of some sort he'd say is that true mm. because my word says this or my God says this and he would do it so often that I started doing it I started asking myself that question. Is that true? Yeah. And is it that true? really helps. It really helps to go, okay, somebody just said something to me that assumes a motivation in, on my part that just isn't there. You know, right. they hurt and they said something, oh, you did this to whatever or whatever. And I just say to myself, well, is that true, Lord? No, it's not true. Okay. Well, then I'm going to respond in love and not in defense. And the yeah. Lord and I think a, a key to what you just said for the person who doesn't understand yet is back to what Dr. Patty was saying, God, please show me their heart. So yes. praying, and you taught me this, um, my therapist taught me this too. And it was, okay, be still, <laughs> close your eyes. This is like a very peaceful conversation, by the way, sidebar. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I feel like every other podcast we do is like, and this one is like, take a deep breath, hold your heart. How are we doing? How are we feeling today? How is, how's our heart? Uh, More importantly, not how are we feeling? How's the condition of your heart? God, please show me their heart. And one time you did a prayer recently. Oh goodness. You did a prayer with me about praying to see the condition of their heart because I was hurt by them. And I didn't see it right then in the prayer, but it was almost like a revealing to me of being able to see their heart as time passed, which sounds kind of strange, but I didn't have the answer right then when we were talking. Like I was like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know them that well. But as time has passed, God has revealed to me through things when I'm with them and not with them about their heart. Yeah, it it's not like shameful or um, mm-hmm. angry or condemning or slander or anything like that about them. It's not gossipy. What it is to me is a message from God of understanding of like, hey, you got to have more grace because I've given you a ton of grace and this is how we're going to move forward. And mm-hmm. how we're going to move forward is back to that Proverbs verse that you shared about, you know, uh, watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flow the springs of life, put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth and put devious lips far from you. Watch mm. what you say. Right. Let and continuing on, let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Mm-hmm. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. And all your ways will be steadfast and sure. Do not turn away to the right or to the left where evil may lurk. 
turn your foot from the path of evil. And if you're wondering what to do, maybe you have a broken heart or hurting heart or Um, Maybe you feel like you're in trouble or something like that with a bad relationship or even a good relationship. Follow these principles from Proverbs 4 verses 23 through I think 27, right? It was, yeah. So Mm -hmm. good. So good. So good. Lord is very practical in scripture. He really is. People don't tend to notice it. But, you know, one of the things that I wanted to say about your comment that I couldn't see it right away. What's really interesting is that sometimes when people ask God for something and they 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 need to hear it so bad that they try too hard and they are actually drowning the Lord's voice out by their w- desire to hear. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. And so when you get away from the circumstance, you know, that's why sometimes I'll say to somebody, um, if you really need to have a question, you have a question on your heart for the Lord, pose it in the morning and go about your day and watch how he'll just talk to you in the in the times where your brain is like just driving or doing something menial or you're right. doing dishes or whatever. And then all of a sudden you get the answer and he answers your prayer. So he he knows how to show you those kinds of things, even if you don't feel like he's doing it right at the moment you're asking him to. He has heard you and he is <laughs> working on it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I just wanted to say that about the one thing that when you brought that up about, oh, I needed to see the heart. I didn't see it right away. He showed it to you. He did. And it's good. And it's pure. And it's lovely. And it's like, it's not what I first saw, which I was like, I have no idea. And, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But now that I have that understanding, it's peace and it's just an understanding. It's not a big deal. For the most part, it feels to me when I say, say, show me their heart, what he's showing me is the brokenness, the trauma, or the, 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 the why behind the way people defend themselves. Right. Right. That's what it's really about. It's like, once you understand that, then you can relate because you do the same thing, right? I mean, we all defend ourselves somehow. We all have these, you know, self-caring, self, and and the bottom line is that when you really begin to learn that you can trust, he's a safe savior. Oh. You can trust him um, to guard and care for your heart. Dr. And Patty, he, I don't mean to cut you off, but you just said he's a safe savior. And for mm-hmm. somebody listening, they don't know what to do to like just break mm-hmm. in his presence and let him build them up. Is there anything you can say to somebody who's like, He's a safe savior. How do I find him? You know, a lot of people don't find him safe because they haven't, they don't know safety. Okay. They, they were, they were raised in a, in an unsafe environment. They have an unsafe father or mother and that lack, that fear of um, adults or authority gets passed on to God. And he is, he is omnibenevolent. He is all love. He is the fruit of the spirit. And if you allow yourself to get it, just taste that for a second, you will realize that he's a safe savior. And a lot of breakthrough happens in people's lives when they open up and realize who he really is. A lot of religious spirit teaching about him is inaccurate, you know, like you have to earn it or pay for it or be good enough or some of that stuff. None of that's really biblically accurate about who God actually is. God is yeah. actually the omni. He's all, he's uh, omnibenevolent. He's all love. He is love. He's not even, love isn't even what he feels. It's what he is. And um, and he's omnipotent, uh, which means he's um, um, 
all all powerful and he's omniscient all knowing and he's um everywhere present um omnipresent he's he's there all the time he's never there's no moment in your life he's not been with you he's there he can reframe things that happen to you and just help you get healed by all that stuff because we do live in a fallen world and things are a mess right now in the world but he is so bigger than all of that and you just need to realize that he is safe because I mean that there's no negative words on that Galatians verse we talked about right spirit there are no negative words and that's his his nature and character Mm -hmm. so it does require a leap of faith to trust to just get a glimpse of him and a taste of him and on my podcast um, we're always doing experience Jesus encounters where you get to meet him and have conversations and see him and do adventures and whatnot. And that's what it's all about is the more experiences you have of him real and safe, the more you trust that he's real and safe one name at a time, you know, one name at a time. Oh, that's so good. Yes. If you want to check out Dr. Patty's podcast, um, you can just search the experience Jesus podcast yeah. with Dr. Patty Sadala or, and I'll put a link in the description. Yeah. yeah. It's just pattyej.podbean.com. Oh, that's easy. For Patty experience Jesus, pattyej.podbean.com. So oh, I like it. Is there's other experience Jesus's, but not with Patty Sadala. So it's like, you could go experience Jesus and, and find like a bunch of them, but yeah. <laughs> That's you want with Patty Sadala. Easy peasy. We will put that link at the bottom of this episode so you can quickly grab the link and check it out. I do encourage you to listen to her episodes because they drop on Wednesday mornings. Um, it's like middle of the week and it's it's they're not long, and you can just focus on Jesus, fix your eyes on Jesus and focus on what he wants you to do. There's two verses I want to pray us out to uh, mm-hmm. pray for the person's heart who's mm-hmm. listening to this. The first scripture is Psalms 139 verses 23 through 24 in the passion, in the passion translation. So uh, let's just pray this verse first. So this is for Dr. Patty. This is for the person who's listening, uh, just praying for your heart. God, mm-hmm. I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. Mm -hmm. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting way, the path that brings me back to you, which kind of takes us back to the Proverbs verse about not looking to the left or right. Mm -hmm. where evil may lurk um, and walking with God and staying on that straight and narrow path. Um, the last scripture I want to pray for the person who's listening, I'm praying this for myself as well. And for you who's listening, the last scripture I want to pray over you is Romans 15, five. And it says, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. If you do want to connect with Dr. Patty, we're going to put links in the bottom of this episode and you're an author and you do have links to your book. So we will put links to that. Is there anything new or exciting that you want to tell us about where we can connect with you? Not anything new and exciting right now. We just had a spirit life workshop. That was amazing. My episode about that just got, will get released tomorrow, which is past tense for these people now, but yeah, we're going to be doing another one in Florida, close to where you live. Ricky. I know Laguna beach, April, uh, um, April 11th to the 14th. Yeah. 11th to the 14th in, uh, 20, 
2024 at Laguna Beach and Panama City Beach, Florida. So that's we don't we don't have much planned on that yet, but it's going to be called Soar Higher. We're going to be teaching people how to really activate their callings in that one. Soar higher. I like it. Soar higher spirit life workshop. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Just like an eagle. I love Mm -hmm. it. And God takes care of all the birds. Oh my goodness. Okay. I could like keep going, but I need to turn it down and people need to go about their day to day. Um, At the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer, no matter where you are. God is so good. Just say it out loud in your car. If you're walking, God is good. God, you are good. Good. God, you are good. (laughs) Let's just pray. Father God, I pray that we decrease and you increase in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadala.com shop. And remember the code EJPOD to receive 10% off everything, even the stuff already on sale. And remember, they make great gifts too. Thank you for blessing me by your prayers and for being a listener to this podcast. If this is your first podcast experience with us, you may want to go back to the trailer episode and learn about the biblical foundation for dialogue journaling, our process for experiencing Jesus. This leads you through the first special place encounter with Jesus as a child. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in a special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. Ricky gave us a wonderful verse in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, Search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there's any wicked or hurtful way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting. What a great heart posture for your experience, Jesus, encounter. I just want you to meet the Lord in your special place as a child and ask him to show you the nature of your heart and how much he loves you and the area in your heart that he wants you to grow in and soften and transform more. And he has his own creative ways to do that. I love when he takes me on adventures. So you may say, ask to take me on an adventure that will show me the best of me so that I know what you're transforming me into. Show me the gl- a glimpse of the very best of me. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. Well, I hope you were blessed by Ricky Van Stewart from Broadcast His Love. I will put the links below for her podcast as well. She is just a fireball of enthusiasm, and I just love her so much. And she has such a big heart for you, the listener. So I hope you learned a little bit more about your heart today and had a wonderful time with Jesus. 
And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.